Welcome to this edition of Michael's Weekly Perspective Podcast. This is podcast episode 49. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you some of my favorite features for this year's JAWS 2022 public beta release. And then at the end, we'll hear from a student who's a friend of mine in Virginia Commonwealth University. That's all for this edition, and stay tuned. Hello, it's great to be back with you once again on this edition of Michael's Weekly Perspective Podcast. This is podcast episode 49. In this podcast, I'm first going to introduce to you some of my favorite features for this year's JAWS 2022 public beta release. And then at the end, we'll hear from a friend of mine who used to go to the same high school as me. And now she's a student at VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University. To get hold of this podcast, you can do the following. You can either send me an email or you can call using the listener line. The phone number for this podcast is 404-923-0115. That's 404-923-0115. You can also send me an email. The email address is m-u-n-n-m-i-c-h-a-e-l-6-8 at gmail.com. That's m-u-n-n-m-i-c-h-a-e-l-6-8 at gmail.com. The public beta 1 of JAWS 2022 has officially been released, and if you would like to give it a play, feel free to do so. There are two features within this release that are my favorite. One of them is the audio balance feature, and the other is the ability to switch language on the fly while you are using a braille display. Today, I'm going to demonstrate how both of those features sound like. The audio balance feature enables you to hear your jaws on one side of your ear and listening to your meeting on the other side of the ear. First, let me turn off JAWS 2021 and enable JAWS 2022 so you can hear what is this feature sound like. Now this is loaded and now I'm going to hit the command insert space and then V and then B for balance. balance. And then you can press left and right arrow to route the audio. I'm going to press left arrow. VB, Jaws is routed to the left. You can hear Jaws is routed to the left. To do that again, if you want your audio to route it to the right, you do the same thing. And this is the new feature of Jaws 2022. The other feature that I really like is the ability to switch language on the fly when you're typing something in your own language with a braille display. You can still achieve that before, but it's complicated. But nowadays, if you want to write something in your native language, for example, Chinese, I hope JAWS can support that. You can certainly press the command dot two, three, four, five, seven chord. Chinese simplified China. The language is now changed to Chinese simplified. To switch back, you do the same thing. Dot two, three, four, five, seven chord, and you're good to go. English United States. So that is a very good feature. Last year, I was fortunate to have a friend of mine from my old high school to the podcast and have a chat with me. This year, I'm also grateful to have another friend of mine from the same high school, and together we're going to have a chat on how she survived last school year. Her name is Rachel Oliver. Rachel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Before we start, can you give my listeners some details about you? Yes. So I'm a junior. I go to Virginia Commonwealth University. I'm majoring in mass communications with a concentration in broadcast journalism, and I'm minoring in history. And I'm from um, Virginia. I, myself, broadcast for hobby instead of going to a college and get a degree for it. I want to major either in political science or history. When did your school start? I meant to ask. Um, my school started, I think, was August 24th. Okay. My school started 
on the 9th of August. Ooh. We've been in school for three weeks in August. I'm a senior at the Georgia Academy for the Blind, which is a school in Macon, Georgia. And as always, I go there every Sunday and go back home early on Friday. That's how our school like. Are there any restrictions that your school had put up this year? Because I know last year it was pain in the neck. Yes. Um, so VCU is, we have to wear masks inside. And um, I think we're still kind of social distancing, but it's mainly just we have to wear masks. But they also are allowing, they're still doing some online classes. I have one online class right now. Our school recently started the mask mandate because there have been a lot of people getting sick within our school and especially during the second week. Oh, wow. What do you hope you can do in your school this year? Because last year, COVID-19 had restricted all those activities that we plan to do. For me, I hope, because VCU is a really big basketball school. Oh, yeah. And I, my freshman year, mainly just the first semester because we got sent home the second one, but I would go to the basketball games with all my friends. And last year, we didn't have the opportunity to do that. So I'm hoping this year uh, we'll get that opportunity to go to the basketball games because they're so much fun. Oh, yes. Yeah. Speaking to sport, our school recently ended the first sports season for the year, and that sports season is goalball. Goalball is a sport that is equivalent to soccer, except a blind person use their hand to roll the ball. The person who play goalball have to wear eye shade. There are three players in a goalball team, one playing on the left, one play in the center, and one play on the right. And the purpose of playing goalball is to form a teamwork and listen to where the ball come from and then block it. I am fortunate to be in a goalball team this year in my school. The only downside is we cannot go to any tournament. How did you survive last school year? A lot of students in Georgia were able to pass the test without getting penalized because of COVID-19. Yes, we had something like that too. So we um, had all online classes last year. We, I don't, I think maybe there was one class that was being taught in person, um, and I didn't have that. But so I stayed in Richmond half the time, and then I went back home to Berryville half the time because my classes were all online, and I was also able. I, my sister got really sick and she lives in Montana. And so my dad and I drove all the way to Montana and I was able to like do that with him because it was all online, which was actually really nice. But yeah, so we had the pass fail option. Um, you, you could pick if you wanted to do it or not. And I think for some classes that were um, more towards your major, you weren't allowed to do that option. But for a lot of the other classes, if you... I think had a C and up, maybe a D, but I think it was a C and up. You could, I think maybe it was a D actually. D and up, you could pass. And then below that, you would, you could click the fail option. And it didn't penalize your GPA, your GPA by doing that. So I didn't do that for a lot of my classes because I wanted my GPA to go up and I was getting good grades. But my second semester of freshman year, I did use the pass fail once because I got a C or I was scared I was going to get a C and you had to pick it before you found out what your final grade was. So I did the pass fail option for that one. That's interesting that you have this option. Some students might not have the resources that they need 
to pass the test. What program does your school use to host all the classes? Um, we've done it on Zoom mostly, and then for one of my classes, we had a Google Meet. Oh. Yeah, so we would do it on there for that one class, and then we also so asynchronous classes. Those are the classes that like you don't have a meeting time. They would just post lecture videos and stuff, and then you would watch it and like have to do it by the end of the week or something. And most of my classes were like an they were an asynchronous course. I think I only had maybe like three that were I had a scheduled meeting time, but those were all done through Zoom. Were those professors able to make assignment due dates flexible? Like, if you got the assignment, and do they say you have to turn it in within a day or two, or they give you a week? Usually, they would give like about a week to do them. Some things they were like, "Oh, this needs to be due like tomorrow or by next class," but usually it was about a week. That's neat. So, are there any rules? For students when they're taking exams and stuff like that, do they have to turn their camera on? Yes, but none of my classes ever made me do that. But、um, a lot of my roommates, they had classes where it's called a lockdown browser, and so the camera on your computer like tracked your eyes and everything, so it could see like where you were looking. Like if you were looking off your screen, it would like mark that down and remember. And if you did it a bunch. It would like let your、uh, professor know, and then also some of my friends, they've had to like have their camera on and show their whole entire room, so they could show that no one was in their room and they didn't have like books or like sticky notes to cheat just in their room. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I bet they have to get a three sixty degrees wide <laughs> camera.、Um, yeah. One other question that I want to ask is. How did your school accommodate students from other countries? I ask this question is because the president of the United States back then issued an order saying that students from outside of the United States cannot come back to U.S. to finish their studies. Yeah, so I'm honestly not sure what happened. I remember seeing things about like all of that. I don't know if they got sent home、um, second semester of my freshman year. Like 2020, when this all started happening, or if they had to stay here, I can't remember. But this year, we do have、um, international students that are here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then I guess last year, if they did go home, they were still able to do classes because it was all online. But I, I guess actually, that would be hard though because of the time changes. But asynchronous classes, like I said. Those aren't scheduled meeting times, so that could have probably helped with that. We're about to wrap up for this podcast, and as always, in the end of a podcast interview, I would always ask my guests whether they have any advice to offer to my listeners. So, in this case, Rachel, do you have any advice to offer to my listeners? It could be everything from how to survive the school year to tips and tricks for daily living. Yeah,、um, I think for like everything, daily living, and this school year and all school years. Is just to remember to like be nice to yourself. Things are like, especially this day and age right now, like things are just changing so much, and and I think it's just it's like hard on people. So just be nice to yourself and know if you're struggling. Like, there's probably other people struggling too, and like not don't make yourself feel bad, but there's other people there to like help you. 
Awesome, yes, nice advice, and I would definitely agree with that. Folks, this is it for this edition of Michael's Weekly Perspective Podcast, and thank you, Rachel, once again for taking your time and come to the podcast and talk about your school. Thank you for having me, I appreciate it. Oh, no problem, no problem. This is it for this edition of Michael's Weekly Perspective Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to send me an email, and the email address is m-u-n-n-m-i-c-h-a-e-l-6-8 at gmail.com. That's m-u-n-n-m-i-c-h-a-e-l-6-8 at gmail.com. You can also call using the listener line, and the phone number is 404-923-0115. That's 404-923-0115. This is it, and have a nice day.